Welcome to the Empowering Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Kimball Lewis. Our website is empoweringparents.com, where you can sign up for our newsletter and find all of our parenting content, including the Total Transformation Program, which is the number one child behavior program of all time. The Total Transformation Program was developed by child behavior expert James Lehman and is a practical step-by-step guide that provides solutions to the most difficult child behavior problems. You can sign up and begin the program today at empoweringparents.com. Our email address is mail at empoweringparents.com. We'd love to hear from you. Welcome to the Empowering Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Kimball Lewis. And this week, we are going through an article on our site called Tired of Your Child's Back Talk? Here's How to Stop It. Unlike our previous weeks, this is not a, this is not a James Lehman article. This happens to be a Janet Lehman article. As you probably know, James and Janet Lehman are husband and wife and together created the Total Transformation Program. So this article, it's on our site, empoweringparents.com, and it's called Tired of Your Child's Backtalk, Here's How to Stop It. Some degree of backtalk is normal for adolescents and teens. It's how they learn to assert themselves and become independent. But too often, they don't assert themselves appropriately, and their backtalk becomes disrespectful and obnoxious. At this point, parents need to take action for their own sanity and for the sake of their kids who need to learn to assert themselves appropriately to become well-functioning adults. Some parents let back talk drag them into heated fights with their child. Other parents let it go because they're overwhelmed. They already have too much on their plate and it becomes just one more thing to worry about. Some parents are intimidated by their child. But if your child is talking back regularly. It's not healthy and you need to start dealing with it effectively. I wanted to just, I want to distinguish between back talk and verbal abuse because people often confuse these two very different things. If your child has started saying hurtful or harmful things, the line between back talk and verbal abuse has been crossed. If your child is saying, this isn't fair, you don't understand, you don't love me, that's, that's what we would call back talk. But if a child is cursing you, calling you names, or threatening you, that's verbal abuse. Verbal abuse is a very negative behavior, and it has to be dealt with aggressively and upfront. It's not that backtalk is harmless, but it's certainly not as hurtful and hostile and attacking as verbal abuse. I'll, in, a, in a future podcast, I'll talk more about verbal abuse, but this, for the purpose of this article, what we're talking about is backtalk and not verbal abuse. Backtalk itself can take several forms. One form comes from the child who can't keep quiet. No matter what you say, they have to have the last word. And then there's a child who wants you to understand their point after you've already said no. It's easy for kids to get into the mindset of, if I could just explain it better, you'd understand my situation and you'd agree with me. So you'll get kids who present their problem or request repeatedly in hopes that their parents will give in. If their parents don't give them the answer they want, those kids will then try to re-explain as if the parent doesn't understand. Often, as they launch into their explanation for the third or fourth time, the child and the parent will both get more frustrated until they end up in a shouting match. The first step to stopping backtalk is to talk with your child during a quiet time and lay down some ground rules. Discussions about these rules are critical to good communication and cooperation down the road. Your goal then becomes following the ground rules instead of trying to achieve your child's acceptance. And the first rule is, I'll explain something once and I'm not going to talk more after that. 
If you try to argue or debate, I'm going to walk away. If you follow me or if you continue to talk back, there will be consequences. I guarantee that you'll feel better as a parent if you set up rules and follow them with your children. If swearing or being rude is not acceptable, state that clearly to your child. Do this during a calm time. Let your child exactly know what they can and can't do and tell them the consequences for crossing the line. You can say something like this. If you swear at me, I'm taking your cell phone away for three hours. If during that time you swear again, the three hours will start all over again. That way you're helping your child learn self-control through earning their phone back. Sometimes parents avoid dealing with backtalk by not being clear about the expectations and by tiptoeing around their kids. If your child is talking back all the time and you're not setting firm limits around it, make no mistake, you're training them to do it more often. Set your limits around backtalk in a firm yet gentle way. Say clearly to your child, look, I don't accept you talking to me this way. This isn't the way respectful people talk to each other, and it isn't the way we will talk to each other in our family. Or you can say, look, it's hard to listen to you when you're talking like this. You want to be specific about what is respectful and disrespectful. Young teens especially need to know this because they because they see highly disrespectful things going on in YouTube, social media, and from their peers that are, that are made to look like they're acceptable. Therefore, having that calm clarity and firmness about limits is crucial. And remember to reinforce your rule as your child inevitably tests the limits that you set. Most of us will lose our cool and overreact to backtalk at one point or another. We're overwhelmed, frustrated, and tired of our child's attitude. In the heat of the moment, it's easy to have an extreme reaction to something that isn't particularly important. Therefore, if your child is behaving reasonably well in other areas and is just starting to talk back to you, go easy on them. You still want to set limits and be clear about what's acceptable, but you don't want to blow things out of proportion. Just know that by overreacting, you're giving the back talk more power than it should have, and you're giving your child more power than they should have. Don't take backtalk personally. If your child is screaming and yelling, I hate you, you can't make me do it, it feels personal, but it isn't. Instead, it's just angry talk and it's a behavior problem. So don't make it a personal problem between you and your child. Try to think about a time when your child has been angry and said things they didn't mean. Imagine that's what your child is doing when they're yelling at you. It's important to remember that no matter how upset your child is, they still want your approval. Whether they show it or not, they care about what you say. So don't make the back talk about you and don't engage with the back talk. As soon as you argue and engage with the back talk, you give the back talk more power than it deserves and you're less likely to stay calm and respond effectively. You need to know when to disengage and walk away. When tensions escalate and you start to feel yourself getting drawn in, it's important to stay calm. Even if you don't feel calm, try to act that way. How we present ourselves makes all the difference with our kids. If we don't get involved in the argument, the argument often dies from neglect. You can say, look, I'm not going to talk with you right now. We'll talk later when you've calmed down. If your child continues to badger you, then you need to step away from the situation. Leave the room or go for a drive if your child is old enough to be left alone. When you walk away, your child is left without an audience for their back talk. They can backtalk to the wall, but that's not going to have much effect. If you're not there, the target isn't there for your child. 
It also allows you time to calm down. To change your response to your child, you need to know yourself. For example, in the heat of the moment, your child might say something like, you are so unreasonable, I hate you. Instead of overreacting by screaming or getting upset, take a deep breath and try responding differently. Stay calm, state that you will talk later, and then walk away. If you're in the pattern of getting into arguments or reacting in a charged way to backtalk, and all of a sudden you do something different, it shows your child that behavior can change. It can be very surprising to kids when you respond differently. Sometimes your child might try to push you further, but when they realize they're not going to get a reaction out of you, they let it go, and you've taken away the power of backtalk. Don't respond to backtalk if you've already won the argument. Why do parents react to backtalk after they've already won the argument? I think parents often see it as their job to always respond to their children, and backtalk is an invitation to do just that. Just as the child re-explains things to the parent if they're told no, the parent often tries to re-explain things to the child if they talk back. Often the parent's mindset is, if you truly understood what I was saying, you wouldn't talk back to me. You'd accept my answer. Where the parents see the back talk as a challenge to their authority that requires a response. But as long as you've accomplished your objective and you have basic compliance with your rules, the fact is that your authority is fully intact. Here's an example. If your child asks, can I, ask, can I stay out until 10 o'clock tonight? And you respond, no, because you have to get up early tomorrow for soccer practice. Your child might say, who cares? I don't need that much sleep. Stop right there. Any further conversation is just you defending your judgment. But that's the wrong objective because it addresses an entirely different issue, whether or not you made a good decision about not allowing him to stay out till 10 o'clock at night. So once you've given a reasonable explanation for the rule you've stated, your job is done. You can repeat it if need be, but you've already won the fight. Leave it at that. Anything more just undermines your authority. Remember, your job as a parent is not to get your child to accept the logic of your decisions. You just need them to follow the, you just need them to follow the rules. If your child truly wants to argue with you about the rules, another option is to set up a specific time when your child is allowed to talk back to you. Say to your child, from 7 to 7.15 tomorrow evening, you can ask me to re-explain all my decisions. Save it for then. You can make all your complaints as long as you do so respectfully. But at 7.15, our discussion's done. If you try to keep it going, there will be consequences. We call this setting up a grievance time. That way, if you feel like you want to give your child an outlet to air his or her grievances, there's a way to do it without getting bogged down in constant arguing. Remember, just like us, kids have good days, and then they have days when things don't go their way. Don't try to fight the everyday disappointments that all kids experience. They will use backtalk to get their way, but you have to accept that they will not always be happy with your decisions as a parent. Your job is to set the rules and enforce them because those rules are for your kids' development and safety. Whether they like those rules or not, they have to learn to live with them. Whether or not you want to give consequences for backtalk depends on the situation. Let's say it's the first time something disrespectful or rude ever flew out of your kid's mouth. You're probably going to set a limit and say, that is not okay. But you might decide not to give a consequence because you don't expect them to do it again. But if it keeps happening and you've set clear limits about what's allowed, then it makes more sense to look at consequences. 
You've done your part as a parent. You've set a limit, but your child has chosen to break the rule. That's when you apply consequences. The last point I want to make is that you need to focus on one behavior at a time. Choose your battles wisely. Let's say your child is swearing at you and is also complaining every time you assign them a chore. You're going to want to deal with both behaviors eventually, but the swearing will probably be more important to you than the complaining. Therefore, start by setting limits and giving consequences for the swearing. Then move on to the next behavior that you want to change. If you try to tackle everything at once, it becomes overwhelming and you're likely to give up altogether. You may also decide that complaining is something you can tolerate. In the Total Transformation Program, we teach that kids need an outlet for their anger, just like we do. If they express their frustrations in a reasonably harmless way, like complaining or eye-rolling, you might just want to ignore it. The bottom line is that every family is different. You have to decide for yourself what you will and won't put up with from your kids. And remember, for your child, the goal should be for them to learn to resolve conflicts express anger, and problem-solve appropriately. In short, the lesson is how to be respectful even when they're angry or frustrated. Now, as I often like to do, let's end this podcast by listening to James Lehman in the Total Transformation Program talk about dealing and accepting bad, bad moods and bad days with our kids. I think it's important to know that your kid does have bad moods and bad days, aside from the fact that he can't solve problems or communicate effectively. There are bad times, like there are people who you really can't try to solve problems with them in the morning. You just want to have a routine, and that's it. The less communication, the better. And I think if you accept that about that person, you're going to cut down on fights. There are many parents that want to hear about what the kid's going to do that day at breakfast, and they have kids who can't communicate that way in the morning. I think it's important to say to a child, you seem to be in a bad mood right now. Why don't we talk in 10 minutes? That's accepting a bad mood. You know, it, I think it, it's important to say, you know, it looks like you're having a hard time today. Why don't we start over? Why don't you take 10 minutes and let's start over? One thing that kids need to learn is that they can always start their day over. It can be 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and the kid's having a hard time. And if that kid is willing to just take time out for 10 minutes, and then let's sit down and start the day over. Thank you, James. And parents, thank you for listening. Talk to you next week. Parents, if you like our content, please visit empoweringparents.com and sign up today for the Total Transformation Program. Total Transformation is the instruction manual for dealing with children and teenagers who are mouthy, disrespectful, or resistant to authority. In this step-by-step program, James and Janet Lehman show you how to change your child's behavior and take back control of your family with the exact techniques they used for over 30 years to get kids to behave appropriately. And when you sign up, add the parent coaching option and schedule your first coaching phone call today. Thank you for listening to the Empowering Parents podcast. Talk to you soon.